Well, before we kick off the podcast today, who do we have on the phone? Hey, Miguel and Holly, how are you doing? Great, Jacob. Well, um, well, I'm, I'm having my lunch at 11 a.m., Holly, and stuff like that. And, and what's your favorite thing to have for lunch, Jacob? Well, I like to have the peanut butter and jelly and Fritos. Sometimes I'll have, sometimes I'll have the torch. Sometimes I'll have different chips or whatever my dad puts out for me for lunch, you know? You know, Holly used to love her, that Frito pie. Was that what it, from Sonic back in the day? It was the uh, Frito, what was it? The chili cheese wrap. Yes. Yeah, it was the chili cheese uh, wrap with Fritos in it. Oh, that was in my, I can really eat anything and it doesn't matter days. (laughs) Oh, good times. Oh, I love it. Now, Jacob, next time, if you have the Fritos, Try sprinkling the Fritos in the peanut butter and jelly and see how that tastes. That's oh, going to take man. it to Come the... Come on, Miguel. Come on, Miguel. Come on, Miguel. You know I don't like food on my other food. Come on. Come on, Jacob. He doesn't like food on food. Jacob, you got to try. Get that little crunch in your oh, peanut butter and goodness. jelly. Come on, Jacob. Well, you know... Ooh. Well, you know what? Speaking of crunches, Miguel Fuller, I had corn chips in my chili before. You know that? Now, see, that's good stuff, I'm saying. Yes, I Mm. love me some Doritos on a a bologna sandwich, girl, back in the day. Yes, Jacob. Miguel, that's too much. Jacob, tell everybody what podcast they are listening to. They are listening to the... Okay, 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 okay. They're listening to the Holly O'Connor podcast featuring Miguel Fuller on Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Yes! Yes! Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo and my Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Mm. Uh, we are on our YouTube page. You can see Miguel and Holly Uncensored. We have it in the video form there. Boom. Yes. And you can always leave us a rating and a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please. We need it. It helps us out. Yes. And it makes us smile when you do it. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say just real quick before you dive into anything else. Mm-hmm. I forgot that uh, yesterday I finally subscribed to our own YouTube channel. Oh, good. I, I know. all the alerts. It's been Thanks. a minute. Thanks, Holly. Well, I'm actually kind of mad that I did because last night while we were watching YouTube, as we do every day, one of our videos popped up and it was Tampa Bay Secrets. And Maya was like, oh, can we watch that? And I go, no. no." No. See, we have adult content. Do we put the fact that we have adult content? Because there's a setting you click. It's like, this is not under, you know, whatever. Now, I always click it's not for kids. Like yeah. you have to click if it's for kids or not. I, I don't know how it showed no. up because I have um the like parental restrictions on. So I like mm. seeing it, I was like, oh jeez, now she's gonna want to watch mama. Oh, sorry, my oh. gotta wait about threesomes and wow. nonsense. Hey, come on, threesomes. So anyway, um that's the end of that story. Oh well, if you want <laughs> to uh see not only Miguel and Holly uncensored, but you can also uh, see all the other stuff that we do. Um, I was just talking with a friend of mine and they were like, y'all social media presence is like so awesome. Like, 
how many people do y'all have like working like on your staff? And I was like, ha, 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 oh God. Oh, <laughs> wow, that was that's more Yeah, y'all like mainly it's the two of y'all. I don't even do that much stuff. It's Miguel and Scotty, mostly Miguel, right? Am I right? Right now, it's a lot of Miguel. I haven't had any time to do anything recently no. with it. Period. Um, you're just we're just thankful that Miguel knows how to social media. Yeah. So I was just it made me giggle, and I was very happy about it, but. Um, that's why I told Holly and Scott the other day, I was like, y'all should look at the YouTube channel because I feel like I've really put a little extra work it's into it recently. Poppin'. So it's on and popping. Thanks. Um, real quick before we dive into stuff, I do want to say shout out to Katie Laskay, mm. who left us a review oh, on you. Apple Podcast. Okay. She said, from Tampa to Anchorage. I love Miguel, Holly, and Scotty. I used to listen to your morning show every day on my way to USF, and it always made having an 8 a.m. class worth it. I have since moved to Anchorage, Alaska. I mean, uh, that is the legit other side of the country. Literally. You can't get farther in distance, I don't think. No, no. Uh, and though I never thought I'd miss that heat, I truly miss Tampa so much. Aww. Listening to your podcast brings me such joy, comfort, and a little piece of home all in one. One thing I like to request is creating a separate Miguel and Holly podcast and using it for blown off episodes. Oh, wow. Uh, those were always my favorite to listen to, and I'd love to have them in podcast version. If not, no worries. I just want to make sure you all know how much you mean to me from 5,000 miles away. Keep doing what you're doing. Mm, ding, ding, ding. I That's love so that request, but listen. Well, I mean, what what is it? You mean like podcast form, like get on here and just do a long form of it? Or? No, no. Basically just posting it. To, to a podcast feed, platforms. so it can oh. just be there. Well, technically, but, it is on a feed. I know. I was gonna say, just I, like, like, I do it every day. You could get that. It's more work for the listener, but you just do have to go to the hot app. Yeah, the every hot app. one of them is on. Like, it's not gonna play the same way a podcast does, like yeah. on Apple iTunes or on Spotify or whatever you listen to podcasts on. But it is online. Mm-hmm. It is free. You can yeah. scrub the audio. So let's. Let's let's work smarter, not harder. Absolutely. Um, you can have it there and listen on an app or at hot one oh one five Tampa Bay dot com. We have like five years worth of them. So there's lots there yeah, to go through. Uh, it is. It's it's a lot. It's We've a been lot. Doing of, this for a long time. Yeah, and if you listen to the podcast but you don't listen to our on air show, mm. um, that's where we. If you go on a date with someone, they don't call you back. We call the other person to find out why. And we do it every day at 740 and 840. Every day. All right. I was just making sure that we sounded okay on the video. Oh, um, do I need to jiggle my cord? No, that's why I was just making sure. Holly, keep talking. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep talking about how we do Blown Off every single day. Well, you know, I, like, I love it. On We're the good. topic of Blown Off, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I have this weird, I've noticed this now, now that I'm stepping back into, like, meeting people. Mm-hmm. I think I have a fear of being blown off. Like, legitimately, like... I don't, I, I guess I've just never had it in, you know, six years. I've never been blown no, off. Well, I've been in a relationship I'm for so a quarter of my life. Great. Well, no, but it, ha- it, that's, I mean, that's valid. I noticed it literally like, you know, because there's a couple people I like just chat with just friendly. And and now, let's say if somebody doesn't respond like super quick or something, like mm-hmm. my brain, I notice it. It's like, boom, wait, am I about to get blown off? And I don't know if I'm really getting like upset about it yet, but then it kicked in where yesterday I was like, wait. What if I do? That's why this segment is so popular, obviously, because people deal with it left, right, and center. I right. mean, it's you're going to get blown off at some point, and it's going to suck. Well, no, you know what's funny, though? Because I was like, if they do, though, don't they know, like, I'm probably going to come on here and talk about it? Like, 
not enough incentive to stop the blow off. I guess oh. it's just it's just interesting to me where I was like, huh, am I gonna get upset if I get blown off? And then I was like, yeah, yeah. Even I if will. you don't even like the person that much, because yeah. it's like, how dare you? That's my thought. So it's a weird fear but, I'm having right now. But that actually, but that's where it comes from. It comes from fear. Yeah. The person doesn't want to have that conversation with you. It's scary. Yeah. What if you react negatively then? What are they going to do? Like, it's a fear. That's why so many people get blown off because they don't want to have the conversation of, this is not going to work. That's exactly why this segment works so well. It's true. And that's why I I literally enjoy it. Um, uh, Not when it's like the crazy ones where it's like, Really? You didn't know why you were blown off? Like, are you that delusional? Well, there's a lot of people that don't like to see their own faults. No, no, but I always did. I mean, and I, I mean, I can say that the blown off segment was sort of inspired by who now is a friend of mine. His name is Chad, who lives in Panama City. And we dated like, oh my gosh, hell, we've almost been, we've almost been here six years. I know. I was like, it was like two or three years ago. No, it was like seven years ago. Isn't that weird? Time is a construct. It just becomes like, didn't that just happen? Yeah, no, seven or eight years ago, um, this guy Chad and I were chatting. We were living in Panama City, and it was around Christmas time because I remember he came to a lot of like Christmas parties with me. I remember you guys going to Christmas parties. Mm, He came to the company one where we worked at at the time, and Uh, it was like, hey. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, listen, you bring somebody to the company Christmas party, people start asking questions. Right. Oh, yeah. They're like, what's going on here? And then it was Christmas break and I went home to Atlanta. And then I was talking to another friend who like didn't know that I was talking to Chad. And they were like, ooh, this guy hit me up and we've been chatting. And I was like, oh, what's his name? And they were like, Chad. And I was like, just and I remember to this day I was at one of my best friends Brandon's house and at that time he was dating someone who was a lawyer so they had this like big old I called it like a real housewives of Atlanta house and it was like so dramatic because like I was in his like foyer talking on the phone with his friend and I was like oh, oh. I got the phone I was like Brandon pour me some wine <laughs> and we were like sitting around their little island and he was like tell me about it boo what happened I was like I just called it and like I remember, I believe you may have called me because I, I was even like, <laughs> he did what? He was just at the the white elephant Christmas party that we were both at, and I was nice to him. <laughs> oh wow, My yeah, God. it was a time. It was a time, and so then like I sort of like stopped talking to him, let it cool off, and then about six months later. Um, I had been blown off by someone else. I don't even remember what who that was. Oh, you no. got blown off a lot. I did. Oh. I did. But then well, we found out. We did why? Because I called him one day and I was like, hey, I know called this. Chad. I called Chad. Oh. And I was like, this might be awkward for you, but why didn't it work out? Like, why did you all automatically, like, was it something I said? Was it something I did? Was and, it you? Like, yeah. <clears throat> and he told me this, and I will never forget this, and it stayed with me. He said one night we were at the bar, the Splash Bar in Panama City. Good old Splash Bar. Good Lord. And, like, I used to get so drunk, so drunk, because I got free drinks since I endorsed the club on the radio and I hosted the drag shows, so that was, like, part of my payment, free drinks. And he was like, you got really drunk, and he was like, your true self came out. And he was like, the true self isn't bad. You're just really needy. He was like, at your core... You want love and you Mm. want someone to take care of you because you take care of everyone else and you've always had to take care of yourself. 
And so you want someone to to be there for you in the most intimate way possible. But it was not just want or need. It was like crazy. Right. It was this desperation at that point. There it is. This desperation. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, there's no problem with that. I just don't have the emotional bandwidth to do that. He was like, I am not that person. He's like, I'm cold. I am I'm friendly, but I don't have the warmth and the emotional bandwidth to be able to take that on. And mm. you know, nobody should. No. That's because nope. when you're with someone, when you're choosing a partner, that partner cannot become your parent. Right. That partner cannot become your safety blanket because mm-hmm. that person, that human cannot do those things for you. What's in it for them? Right. Not only right. that, like how could their spirit handle having like basically like if you go down to the core of it, a needy child right. and then try to have an adult like relationship with that person. So he, even though he was talking about how he couldn't do it, it was no one could do that. No, no. Yeah. And so that really made me start my journey of sort of understanding. I think that really started my metamorphosis um, when I turned 30 on how to finally find joy because I always dealt with this loneliness that was always inside of me. Like, and it's such a cliche saying that, like, you know, you're the life of the party and everyone's there, but you still feel alone. Like, that was me. Like, it's true. Oh, and yeah. especially at that point in our careers, because we had broken off with Kramer at that point. Um, I went first back to Panama City from our job here in Tampa. And we had started the uh, Miguel show with Mandy and Holly. And so I was hosting my own morning show for the first time in my life. I had my own apartment. And, I mean, I was making for Panama City, like, decent money where I could afford to, like, do things. But then I would just come home to myself. Whereas Uh, at that time. For the first time. For the first time. And so, like, before, I lived with Holly and her ex-husband. And by that time, you were still with him, and you had just had Maya. No, uh, I was No, pregnant. you were pregnant. Yes, right. You were pregnant. pregnant. Um, and then Mandy had two kids and a husband, and so I would just, like, go home yeah. to myself every night. And it's like you get to this success, and you are celebrating by yourself, you right. know? And so then I was like, how do I dig myself out of this? Because mm-hmm. it's not just like a, all right, I'm not going to be desperate. I really had to learn over that time how to truly, like, love myself and find myself. And through some stumps and bumbles, through a couple of, like, dating situations and relationships here in Tampa, I finally found I can be happy on my own. Yeah. I can be by myself and be okay. That's tough for people. It is. But I can tell you the difference in how a relationship runs when you get to that point. Mm. So, like, when Abe and I first got together, in the past, when I would first start talking to someone, and, like, we started off, like, that first night when he told me that he liked me, I was like, ooh, I like you too. Like, I always did, but I just didn't know it was be reciprocated. Okay, <laughs> I am down for it, honey. Yes. Nope. And then it would have been on. I would have been, like, every day in the morning, good morning, how's it going, what's going on, what's going And any one little slip-up. When I say slip up, I mean something that didn't meet your already in mind expectation for him mm-hmm. would have been seen as like, why is he hurting me? Right. Wow. Why? Why? But then I was just like, bitch, I like you, but I don't need you. 
Like, I'm oh, fine. Oh, yeah. That's I'm fine. Cool. I don't need you, bitch. I love you. <laughs> I mean, I like you. Yeah. And so that really helped us become friends and then turn into a relationship. Yeah. And so I say all that to say is that you've got to understand where your emotional, um, where you are emotionally. Like your pitfalls or your traumas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, like, because thanks to Chad, he saw that when I was drunk. He wouldn't tell me, like, what I said that made him say that. And I was but like, I kind of want to know. I don't know. Need know. Nobody needs to know. That's fine. You don't remember I for a reason. You. I need you. I need you. Why don't you love me more? But it's like that was, that was actually Ugh. really cool of him to be frank mm-hmm. because yeah. I don't know many people that could do that. No, no. But then that in turn made me be honest with other people after that fact about why I didn't want to be with them. Like, yeah. I remember one guy in particular when we first moved here who, um, remember, Holly, I went on the date with a guy, and I think it was after the first date, he had flowers sent here to the radio station. Oh, wow. Do you um, remember yes. the first date? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, yes. After the first date, and I was like, it's too much. That's a lot. It's, it's, I do remember that. It's, Not it's that you much. don't like the flowers. No, oh, the flowers nice. are great, but it was just like too I was. Too soon. Right. He was the needy person. Right. And I was like, I'm not. And so literally, I was like, I need I need to nip this in the bud. Mm. And so <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I took the flowers and I crushed them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I sent him a text and I was like, thank you so much. The flowers, that was such a sweet gesture. But I have a feeling I'm not where you are emotionally. Wow. I like you as a person, but I don't feel the same connection romantically that you feel. So sorry, but I just wanted to be honest with you. And he wrote me this really nice text message and he was like, well, I'm hurt. But thank you for taking the time to tell me that because no one else has ever told me why they didn't want a second date. Correct. People really respect you when you say why you're not interested. That's why I keep telling you, Scott, to just be honest with people. I know you're like, well, I don't want to hurt a girl's feelings when I get to that point. People will appreciate. Like, they're going to be hurt, but they're in the bigger grand scheme of things, they're going to appreciate the fact that you were honest with them about whatever the case or situation is but sometimes you can't be fully honest because what if it's like okay what if it's not just hey you sent like this an action you did is too much yeah that's actually cool but let's just use a real example in scott's life and i Mm -hmm. won't give any uh marking details Mm -hmm. but it was like an uh, an attribute, pretty much. An attribute of a person's, like, physical characteristic. And I'm yeah. not talking mm. about, like, weight or, you know, hair color, but, like, something. It was like a mannerism? A mannerism. Okay. La- let me just make something up so that we don't get specific. Let's say it is. Like the way they eat? Yep. That would be, yeah, like, if it's something like that where it's like, that's just them. You right. know, that's right. not going to change. That's like, not going to change. Like, do but you, I don't want to attack that. Like, that that's the thing. Point, like, I don't want to be like, hey, like, I don't like that about it. And then they're self-conscious about it. That's what I Absolutely right. don't want because so, I have so many things like that. That's where it begin, becomes hard to be fully honest because how did that's not something that they can change, but it's like you're it's not working for you. Yeah, like, right. I see how you ate, I see how you like you know do that, mm-hmm. and I cannot be with that. Yeah, like I just know it won't work, and that's you know I think for me it's like I'm looking at it almost as in steps because my first again like I haven't I haven't like really dated ever. Like, ever. Never have gone on this casual dates, one and done. If it doesn't work, bye. So, like, I'm really trying to get myself to be like, okay, like, if it's not working, like, let's just, let's save ourselves time. Boom. And be like, all right, let me not drag this on. Because my first initial thought is, 
oh, let me just keep talking. Let me kind of let it fizzle out. I'm like, wait, I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. And mm. I don't want you wasting my time because, right. God, that's like my biggest thing. I definitely don't have any time to waste. Right. So let me not waste yours. And so I'm really pushing myself to be like, okay, start being honest about as soon as you feel like it's like there's no point in going for yourself, mm-hmm. do the same for the other person. And it's it's harder than I thought. Like, it really is hard for me to be like, this is gonna suck. Uh hey, this is this isn't gonna work. This it's awful. I should not give this any extra thought. It right. is awful. It is. It's and it, necessary. It's, it's not fun. But I do feel those exercises from yeah. what I've experienced help not only just in your personal life, but it helps you with having those tough conversations in like your work life or yeah. in family situations where you can say the tough things. Like the toughest conversation I've ever had to ever had to have in my life was when Holly and I took this job and Mandy didn't get the job here at Hot 1015. And at the time, our agent and our then program director who hired us was like, well, do you want us to call Mandy? And I said, no, because I'm the person that said the three of us are going to work together no matter what. Yeah. And then I reneged on that statement. So it has to be me. It's a cop out to have someone else do it. Yeah. And so then going to her house, knowing that literally this moment is when a, a friendship, because it wasn't just a work relationship. No. It was a friendship right. yeah. that this moment, like it'll be always this defining moment will define our friendship or possibly destroy it. You know, uh, I actually yeah. thought about that. Like this week, for some reason, really, I thought about that whole Mandy conversation, and I thought about the baby because she had just had a baby. She just had a baby, and did like, she liter- not, like literally, did yes. she not welcome you into the, her house and put the baby in your arms? Like, I will <laughs> never forget this. When we, it was January of 2015, mm-hmm. when we got the final call that, like, hey, they're only offering the morning show position to Holly and Miguel, and our agent was like. Do y'all want to do it? Take it or leave it. And we were like, is there any way for Mandy to come? And they're like, no, they don't have budget for it. It's a uh, budget thing. Yeah. So we had to make the decision. We made the decision, yes. So I remember I drove, because we were in Panama City Beach, I drove my car to the beach. I sat and I looked out at it, and I was like, Jesus, please help me have the right words and the right temperament, because I could be ruining someone's life at this moment. So then I drove to her house. Um, uh, actually, it was her mom's house mm-hmm. because her kids were at her mom's house that she picked them up from school. And her mom, her two kids, and their her new baby were all there. They're like, hey, Miguel, hey, Miguel. And then her mom was like, hey, have you met Carter? And she put little baby Carter in my arms. And I literally was like, uh. I'm about to, like, break your mom's heart. And so I gave uh. Carter back to Mandy's mom. And then I was like, Mandy, can I talk to you? We went to a guest room and I looked at her and I just remember looking her in her soul saying, I'm sorry. And then she looked at me and I think she knew at that moment what I was about to say. And I was like, I'm sorry. And I'm, oof. I know I'm feeling it too. It's hard. It's hard. And I don't want anybody to think for one second that it was not this difficult. No, because people really came after us. They're like, you Six money years later, I'm backstabbing. Up about right. I just remember Ugh. truly understanding what it's like to break someone's heart. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, I'm sorry. They only offered it to Holly and I, and we're going to take the job. And we tried every way. And she was like, I understand. And this is all through tears. And then she said, just promise me that you won't replace me. 
And I was like, we will not do that. There will never be another Mandy Williamson. And there hasn't. Nope. And so then we, like, dried our tears and we hugged. And it was like. Wow. That was tough. Uh, I wasn't even there and I'm crying. And then it turned into this whole thing. Then there was thing. drama after that. But. Oh, but, man. It was really. It was a hard life moment. It was. But. That moment, I feel like, all taught us something different. It taught me, I feel like I grew up in that moment yeah. because I had to make a big boy decision. Mm. I had to put my big boy pants on and live with the decisions that I made because we could have said, no, we're good. We're going to stick together. And who knows where we could have been now. Um, but I had to own my decisions and couldn't, mm. you know, let someone else do the dirty work for me. And so that helped me gain a little confidence that I could have those tough situations and weather the storm mm -hmm. um, because we went through a, a crazy storm for the next three weeks after that fact. Yes. Um, you know, and before we got here to Hot 101.5. But it helped me when we got here to be able to, like, have those tough conversations. And I really do think it, it led to me gaining some confidence that I never had before. Yeah. <sighs> wow. So, yeah. So we say be honest. It is a process. No, I am. I am. I, I actually, I do pat myself on the back a lot of the times right now because I'm like, okay, like you're getting good at being honest. It's very easy, I think, to tiptoe around it. It's right. very easy to be like, okay, well, blah, 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 keep leading you on. That's, I just don't want to do it. And then, you know, especially, I guess the hardest thing right now is for me, like, you know, being honest with where I'm at mm. in the whole situation because I feel like, you know, I just kind of like it to be understood and I don't like to keep bringing up the topic. But when I'm right. like, when somebody starts chatting with me, it's like, okay, I hope you just know that it's like, you know, I don't. I don't have any idea where my head's at. And recently, I've definitely discovered that I'm like, I don't know. It's like I feel like emotions are coming out more often right now. Mm. Like, mm. and I'm not really, I don't, I don't know how this is going to come out because it might, maybe I'll start getting really emotional. Right now, I'm not in a very emotional spot. But like, I've just been having a lot of like just sad moments recently. Like, I've had a lot of dreams. You know, I've had a lot of thoughts about my mom recently where it's like, fuck. Mm. And it hurts like hell. And then I start thinking about where I'm at. And I think that's where, you know, as I was, you know, chatting with people and I notice where people, you know, if they don't respond, like whatever. But it slowly starts to turn the wheels of like, you know, I think maybe yesterday I like had that moment. I was like, fuck, I'm alone. I'm alone. And it, it took a second and it sucked. But it's like it has been something I've been telling myself of like, wait, you know, you're going to grow so much from being alone. Like you're you need this time to be alone. But in the moment, it sucked. But also, I do think it's like now it's been a couple months with everything that's happened in my life and things are starting to like, you know, very, you know, scary time where things are starting to resurface and I'm starting to think about it more. And I don't mm. I knew it was going to happen. Is the numbness wearing off? Is that what's happening? Maybe. Maybe the you know, I think it's because there's so many great things happening. This is where it's going to get emotional. Oh. But no, it's like there's a lot of great things happening in my life right now. And it's like the hardest thing is it's like I wanted those people to be able to celebrate with me. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, like I give all the credit in the world to my dad because he has definitely taken on the role of being like that cheerleader that my mom was. Yeah. And there's been, you know, because I'm on doing middays now on hot and like, you know, for now filling in, hopefully something comes from it. But it's like I just think about it so much now where it's like the first thing I want to freaking do is like when I'm driving home and it's late, it's like I just want to call my mom. Mm -hmm. And I just, I miss that so much, and it is resurfacing, and it sucks. And that's something that we talked about a couple weeks about, ago about me going to therapy, and I had a friend bring that back up to me, like, when are you going to do that? And I'm like, I know I've been literally too busy to even put the time and effort into it, but it's something I need to do because it is moments like this where I'm like, right. 
Ugh. I don't know how to process it, and You're it like, hurts. I need so tools. Much. What are the what tools right. do I do I use? I want right. the I I am looking for the tools, and I'm trying to figure out the tools. But it's it's almost it's scary kind of stepping into it because I'm like fuck. Like I'm more dreams are happening, more moments are happening where I'm just like in my car alone, and I'm just like, holy crap! Like my body hurts. Like mm. it just hurts, and it's so hard to explain because it's like I can't do anything, and yeah. that sucks. <laughs> no, it really that does. feeling is is. That is one of the worst feelings as a human, feeling powerless yeah. right. in those moments. Yeah. So there are l- tools to help you reclaim that power, but like I don't I I'm yeah. not a therapist as much as I'd like to play one. Right. I, I don't have those, but a therapist would. Yeah. Right. And I mean that's like again, I keep saying it, I'm gonna keep saying it until I actually sit down and make the appointment and make it happen. But it's like that's one of the biggest things I wanna do because I wanna have that outlet to be able to talk about things openly. And that's why before the new year started, I was going to the group like grief sessions to just have a room to just talk openly like that's literally what you just did you went in there and you just talked and it felt so good because I feel like a lot of times it's you know I don't like to be that again I don't like to be a burden on others and bring things up because it's like you know whether it's not the time or the situation or whoever wants to hear it but it's like I realize that there's so many more thoughts going on in my head that I'm even like putting out there and I'm like you need that release you need the release and I have to figure out how I'm gonna get that release so it all kind of leads down to that feeling of like, oh, crap, like I need to not put my, you know, my, I guess my need to be wanted into other people and, you know, start really going about this the right way. Because it's kind of, I don't want it to do what I fear is going to happen and me just relying on other people to fill in holes that I don't, you know, I haven't fixed or anything like that. Correct. I, I mean, I really do feel like this is the time that you got to invest in it. Like, I know you yeah. said that you're busy. But yeah, like, yeah, I know. The thing with that is... If you don't, sort of like how you always are up on your physical Mm -hmm. look. Oh, yeah. You know, you eat the right things. You go to the gym. If you're too busy and you don't make it to the gym, then you work out in our garage or you go for a run. Your mental health and your soul is the same way. If you don't attend to it, if you don't upkeep it, it's going to be in poor health, which will then spill out into your physical self. Yeah. And so you've got to take you have dealt with so much trauma in the past six months. Mm -hmm. You have got to take care of that and you have got to, you know, you can talk to me. You can talk to Holly. We can listen and we'll be there. But like Holly said, you've got to get those tools to be able to understand what it is you're feeling yeah and how to process that because it's just been happening to you and of course you feel powerless because it feels like you are the most positive person i've ever met in my life like yeah. i used to take the mantle as being the most positive person in my life in in, in the world and then i turned 30 and then it just went downhill from there yeah, but like <laughs> you are the most positive person and i can tell you as a person who was and tries to be the most positive person it's not the case. You can fake it till you make it a lot, but that's not how you truly feel inside. That's why you've got to process and understand where those feelings are coming from and how to deal with it. And speaking of trauma and tools, uh, and this is just a note on therapy because it's so the re, we've already we've just been talking about mental health. It's so important, but like why? And I'm like, what are these tools? Like, what are you talking about? Because one of your friends didn't. One of your friends say, well, why don't you just talk to your friend? Yeah, I had somebody reach out to me. Not really. Or just a, a listener. I think it was yeah. a listener. And they were just like, you know, why why do you need to do that? Why don't you just you know talk to friends about it and everything? Right. Well, here this is um la, here's let me give you an example of a tool that I'm going to embark on in two weeks with my therapist. 
So um, a big issue for me is, um, and this actually relates to what we were talking about earlier with dating and why I had such a difficult time dating. Yeah. Because I'm a people pleaser. I am an, uh, um, I'm codependent or I'm recovering codependent where I always like try to figure out how people are feeling. I'm also an empath. So it's, so it's easy for me. It's like my second, it's like my superpower. Like I can tell when someone that I'm close to is feeling some type of way. So if I'm on a date, I will automatically try to like morph myself into like something that makes them feel good, which is terrible for dating. But anyway, why did I get that way? My mom. And so I have, um, and I had up until when I started therapy last year, this whole uh, unprocessed, because it was unknown to me, trauma with how I got to be that way. Mm. So it came up in therapy this past week. We talked about some other stuff with my person. And once that was done and I was like, oh, thank you. I, that was great because I figured that out. It's like it's like a, a weight's lifted. You're like, check that box. Now I know what I'm dealing with. Okay, right. we got <laughs> moved, boom, moved on. But then I came back to, you know, I'm like, Okay, so the other day, and I when, remember two weeks ago when I got upset on the air when we when I first got in because my mom had come down and yelled at me at yes. like four thirty in the damn morning. Yeah, right. So I started talking about that with my therapist, and I was like, I just and it, this, it feels like, uh, and so what starts to happen and what has been happening, are when my boundaries are crossed, I have a hard time putting them back up again because it's like how many freaking times I got to put these boundaries up, and when I come home after work, I do it quietly. Like, mm. I'm sneaking into my own house yeah. so that my mom doesn't know that I'm home. Mm. And, I, yeah, you don't understand. Like, I open the door quietly, and then I close it quietly behind me, and then I go in. And if I hear her open her door and start to, like, slum down the stairs, I'm like, ah, mm. and I get, like, this weight. And so my therapist is like, well, where do you feel that, like, in your body? Where does, right. where does that hit you? And I'm like, okay, so... And put myself in that thing and I'm like usually I feel that that sense of like dread almost in my in my chest area mm. so then and we didn't fully go into the exercise yet but I'm getting to the point of this she's like okay think about like maybe one of the first doesn't have to be the first but like one of the first times that you felt that way um in your life could be in childhood could be like in high school or, or even college whenever so I thought about that and she's like, okay, so what we're going to do next time, which is going to, my, my visits with her is going to be not next week, but the week after, mm -hmm. is something called EMDR. And it's a type of therapy. I don't even know it, how to explain it. It's they, they do like this bilateral thing, and it works usually better like in person, but because of COVID, my therapy is all online. But there's a special website we're going to use. What, and I don't know how the website works yet, but I do know from knowing my person went through this, his therapist, like you get both your hands out, like your therapist sits in front of you, mm -hmm. and they tap one hand and then the other. So you're getting stimulated, like a physical stimulation, but I believe uh, for me it's going to be audible, mm. like a click over here and then a click over here. Mm -hmm. But it stimulates both sides of your body, okay? So it's like... A tap here, a tap there. And as they're tapping you and, like, your body is getting signals on both sides of your brain, right? you go back and talk through that first time or one of the first times you ever felt that tightness in your chest. Mm. So you click through and then you pull it out to the present. Well, when's the last time that I felt this way? And you're still doing the clicking thing. And I can't explain it because, I'm again, I'm not a therapist, <laughs> but something about that bilateral brain activity... Mm. makes it so that because what happened 
and this would be for you, Scott, this would be like within the last six months of year of trauma for you. What happened to me was like what happened in childhood. When that happens, and hopefully this will, you know, help you before you get to where I'm at. When that happens as a for me as a kid, my brain couldn't hand couldn't deal with that. Kid brains don't. It's or too like much. it's too much for even right, an adult brain. Process. Some of it's too much. So it stays almost like in a little cube mm. in an area of your brain and your brain doesn't deal with it anymore, but it's still there affecting you. Uh, mm. Yeah. So what this tapping does or the clicking does on either side is it allows both sides of your brain to kind of open up and address that trauma mm. so that your adult active brain can process it. Mm. So when I say tools, and when we say tools in therapy, that it's is just one tools. of many where it can like literally physically help you process it. So right. when someone, it just frustrates me because it comes from ignorance. They didn't yeah. know. Right. When someone says, oh, why don't you just talk it out with your friend? Your friend can't do that for you. No, they're just listening. That's right. it. And You're that's, not like dealing I said, with it. That's just one of many tools right. that in therapy they can help you process, and that goes for any trauma mm-hmm. where it's that thing. But there's other ones, too, where it's like now I see what you mean when, when you say tools because – you're actively processing it. Mm. You're actively taking steps to your own recovery. Yeah. So know that that's something maybe they'll do with you. Maybe they'll do some other totally different thing that I ain't never heard of. Right. But you need it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to get off my therapy box. No, now. but it makes sense. I mean, that's why I feel like you've got to put on your calendar, you know, like Tuesday at 3 p.m., all you I'm need to dedicating do an hour to do the research get and to therapist. find a therapist. Yeah. And once you make that first appointment, it gets easier. Because then once that's, you do the yeah. first appointment, then you just automatically schedule that's the next how, one. That's how it's been with everything else. It's like, okay, just get, like when I first went to like the grief session, I was like, okay, just get there. Right. Because if I get there, I kick out the fear of already like even approaching a new situation. And right. it was amazing once mm-hmm. I went. And uh, like now it's just so much easier if I want to go again and I will start going again to those too. But that's exactly it. Like me finding a therapist, mm-hmm. making that appointment and then making it happen. I'm like, okay. One foot in front of the is, other. Is the yeah. Just step. do it. Just like how you always encourage me or anyone else. Just go to the gym. Just walk through the door. Yeah. It's a one step. Yeah. Just make that phone call. Yeah. That's no, it. I will. That one, it's, it's very soon. Very, very soon. Mm. All right. Well, we got to head out of here. Oh, yeah. We have a meeting. Yeah, we have a meeting we got to uh, get on Microsoft Teams for. Teams meeting. Um, Scott, what's your social media? My social media is at Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Just, I want to reiterate how glad I am again I'm not on the damn Facebook. <laughs> oh, God. I have I have to go on for, like, the you know, work. Mm-hmm. And then this morning when I went on, I was like, you see? This is why I'm not on because people are insane. Girl, just so, too yeah, much. just TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter for me, boo. Miguel Fuller, M I G U E L F U L L E R on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and Radio Miguel on the Facebooks. Navigating that savage world. Right. And you, you can also uh, hit up the Miguel and Holly YouTube page live. Watch this on there and make sure wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever uh, podcast platform to leave us a review and a rating, please. We appreciate it. And if you want a Miguel and Holly sticker for being in the Platypus Posse, just shoot me an email. Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com We'll see you next week. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.